You're listening to Gwen's Girl, a conversational podcast where individuals of parental loss share their stories while hopefully encouraging others who are experiencing the same emotions know that they are not alone. So the first episode I created was just a little snippet so that everyone would know what we will be talking about on this podcast. So today I decided to go ahead and tell my story so that it may encourage others to know that they can move on and cope with the loss of a parent. So my mom died in 1989. Um, I was about 10 years old and it was two weeks before my 11th birthday. Growing up, my sister and I, we had the most fabulous, wonderful upbringing. My mom made sure to treat us as girly girls to the point that we dressed as if we were twins. I think that was like an 80s thing because a lot of parents were doing that. As the years went on, we did realize that something was different about our mom compared to other mothers that we will see my mom um had a disease known to most as the disease that brain mac passed from which is psychosis. back then in the 80s i don't believe that they knew how to treat it so my mom was somewhat of the guinea a guinea pig for medication most of her medication was um it had steroids in it So she would be swollen around her hands and her ankles daily. She would use an oxygen tank um, in the home. Uh, When we leave out, she would have to have one as well um, because this disease that she had affected her lungs. Um, The medication was so strong that if you looked at her face, you can't see lesions on it because it had eaten through her skin, but she was still beautiful. So, as we grew up, we really didn't think death was knocking at her door because she did everything the mom would do. Cook, travel, field trips, provide for her husband, work when she could because she was so sick that she couldn't work. But as life went on, we could tell that it wasn't going to be what we expected. So, in 89, um, the summer of 89, actually, my mom was over at her sister's home, and her lungs collapsed. So, she was in the hospital for um, a few weeks. The first week, she was alert, talking, conversations, I love you, I love you, were said. By the second week, uh, she had a trach in her throat. And she really didn't want me and my sister to see her like that. So she would wait for them to take us out. By the following week, she was on life support. And that's when life really hit us. So around that time, my family decided to have a family meeting to discuss um, more of that they were there for us during this time. But being a 10-year-old and my sister 13, I don't believe that we really understood what was going on more than just went along with what they were giving us and as I have told people before it's like your time stops 
right then in that moment when the death of a parent happens, especially at a young age. I can remember it's and bits from my childhood, but I can remember the funeral, the casket, her body, the repast, the burial, the dreams, the tears, the pain, the hurt, the loneliness. I remember all of that. So within a year after my mom passed, um, my aunts were there for us. My grandmothers were there for us. We stayed with my dad's mom. And then my dad got married to my stepmom within a year after that. So being a blended family was something new as well. So it was an adjustment for everyone. Um, starting the next school year, going back to the school that we came from in the city was kind of difficult because here you are going back to school where last year you had a mom and this year you didn't. So having to explain to like classmates that your mom passed, teacher already knowing that your mom passed, so she's giving condolences and you're all of 11 trying to decipher through these emotions that you don't even know where they're coming from. So because it was difficult for my dad to get us back and forth to the city, um, and we lived in the suburbs at that time, I transferred to a suburban school. Um, it was a little bit easier because I really didn't know anyone. So nobody could ask the question, like, who's your mom, where's your mom, or any of that. But I still had that emptiness inside of me. Um, fast forward to graduating eighth grade. I do remember thinking to myself, how would my mom, or what type of role she would have played in that day? Even though we had a family to go home to every day, it still was that question playing in my head. What would my mom do? Um, so fast forward to 16. So by that time, eighth grade graduation was missed, freshman year was missed, and now I'm a junior and still confused in the inside, but playing it well on the outside. So in my opinion, when a mother passes, especially at a young age, even though you might have all of this outside influence, um trying to guide you through life or show you something different it's still that void in the inside that no matter what you may hear that's right or wrong you still want to hear that from your mom it's still that loneliness um so fast forward to 19 i was already dating, quote unquote, my daughter's dad from 15 to 25 then. But at 19, um, I did get pregnant and I had my first child. I remember thinking like, this is a part of me that 
really wanted my mom there. This was the part that I think I realized what emotions were. But didn't know how to express. So over the years, I accepted a lot in a relationship that wasn't healthy for me. And thinking back, I was searching for something that I wouldn't find. It's just tough having your firstborn and not having your mom. You know, a lot of people have that experience where the mother takes joy in her grandchild and that was the part that was hard too just being in a hospital with her dad and thinking what my mom was thinking a because i was so young not married having a child and b because I was still yearning for her to be there. So on this episode, I wanted to talk about emotions surrounding parental loss. Um, I can remember when my mom passed, having all of these emotions inside of me because I was only 10 years old. I had no idea what this feeling was I had in the inside. For example, the summer after she passed and I had to go back to school and fake the funk really and hide my emotions because I didn't know it was okay to let it out or how to express myself. When is the good time? How long it should last? It was all just confusing to me. Um, I remember in my teens just feeling empty inside, but it was as if she passed the previous day. Like it just kept coming up constantly, but I would have to hold it in and try to figure it out alone. Because at that age, you just don't know what these feelings are. Is it good? Is it bad? Who do I talk to about it? Should I stay silent about it? No one really tells you how to push your way through grief. And when you're like 10, 11, 12, how to verbalize your feelings about grief. So you're just left walking through life with this big ball of sadness because you never really talked about it. I mean, my sister and I, we had conversations, but we never poured out how upset this was, how upsetting this was, how it affected us. How we made decisions, I believe, based off of emotions when we had no idea what emotions were. 
So it was still like we were walking around blind and still stuck in that 89 mode of the 10 and 13 year old girls because we had no idea of how to express these emotions. Keep in mind the loss is a part of life. Memories are created by being and doing something impactful. Allow those memories to carry you through your bad days and shine on your good days. And above all things, keep on living.